Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Khaleesi. With me is Jonathan Big John, Big J, the J, and Jonathan Barron. John, how are you doing tonight? Well, that's different. I'm doing decent. I'm doing decent. Uh, hot day here in New York. You know, it's been like so boomer bust with the weather and the temperature. Like there really hasn't. Is this a bit? Is the weather thing a bit? Honestly, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was thinking before we started, I was like, I'm going to mention the weather. I have to. And I'm not about to get into like climate change and things like that. Although this is probably all caused by that. But it has just been either so hot or pouring like we haven't had that picture perfect like 82 degree day where you can take your your six week old six week old child outside and your dog and not have to worry about heat exhaustion or like oh is the little fan blowing into the stroller working i don't know i just want one day where it's perfect picture perfect i went for a nice walk uh, at night around six o'clock before uh the night game started and it was good because the sun wasn't as strong but like, I don't want to have to wait till six o'clock. You know, I want to go at one or two o'clock sometimes, maybe get get some exercise and see the neighborhood, hear the birds chirp. And it's just way too hot sometimes. So that's my complaint right now, I guess. But what about you? Well, John, not to feed into the weather thing and spend too much time on it, but you do know there's a heat wave coming next week that's supposed to be over 100 degrees. Uh, it's, this is getting out of control. This is out of, I mean, you know, in the winter, it did not snow. We did not have one big snow this past winter. Like it was, you know, I, I think the biggest accumulation was probably three or four inches, maybe like that was it. So you probably. Yeah, we missed we missed the biggest snow at spring training, actually. What I was, was it like four inches, five inches? Nothing. Yeah. I heard it wasn't even that serious, but I heard like the only snow that really stuck. We were all I mean, away. Jim. Oh, and I was wrong. It's not next week. It's this week. It's going to be uh, Thursday and Friday are supposed to be the hottest days of the week over 100 degrees. And um, Wednesday was as as the New York Post said the wild card wild card interesting well stay hydrated folks it's important in many ways not just on hot days on cold days too drinking water is key and so is having an apple no, so is having an apple i i find you know you, you grew up knowing an apple a day keeps a doctor away <laughs> i live by i live by that i have an apple every single night and it it does me wonders so eat apples folks they're good for you it's been almost three minutes into this podcast, listeners, and I do understand your frustration that I don't think either of us your has said tips. the M word, and that your is health mess. tips. It's more, you know, you start your, you start your morning off, get a little coffee in you, you know, a little almond milk, have an apple, maybe get things going. Let's, 
John, you know my stance on fruit. I feel like this is another one of your classic bits. Neither is a bit. All right, let's get into it. Where are we starting? Where are we starting? Well, here's the thing. I just had an idea. We started with the weather at the top today. We usually do your little weather thing at the bottom. In honor of that, I want to really change it up. And I think today we start from the bottom and work our way up the system. So I think we start with the FCL, the Florida Complex League, baby. Talk about them. FCL Mets lost 3-0 versus the FCL Astros. Jesus Baez walked and doubled. That's the biggest standout from that game. Yeah, not much else to report. Uh, Nick Morabito was not in the lineup for the FCL Mets on Wednesday. So uh, after some hot play, got cooled off by the Astros, but they'll be back at it on Thursday. And we're going to stay in Florida as we work our way up that ladder. Talk about the St. Lucie Mets, who unfortunately also lost. They lost 9-7 to the Bradenton Marauders. But as I've been saying most nights, even if the St. Lucie Mets lose, you can't ground this jet. I know that John probably has a group chat of people who don't like when I repeat things. But you know what? I'm going to keep saying that jet's grounded. Jet Williams, two for five in his at-bats tonight, John. Yep, it, every every night it's it's automatic. Death taxes. Jet Williams on base a couple times, two hits on Wednesday. Jacob Reimer reached base four times. You heard Adam McDonald talk about how good Jacob Reimer's been at getting on base. Did it again, three walks and a hit. His OBP in the Florida State League because he has played a little bit in the FCL on some rehab stints is four oh eight. Another big on base guy, Ohio Cuevas. He was two for five, three RBIs. So he's got four hits and four ribbies through his first four games. This was a back-and-forth affair. Watch this earlier today. Owen Schartz of Brayton, uh, Bradenton came came on to uh, to close the game. So uh, Schartz has some good stuff. Well, with a name like that, John, I feel like you got to fight most of your life. You know, like you really have to have good stuff because there's just there's a lot of ammo in that chamber. There's, you know, the more you watch minor league baseball, the more fantastic names you come across. So uh, there a couple in the Yankees organization. And yeah, Owen Sharts. I heard Adam mention that name today. I immediately looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, Owen Sharts. There he is. Relief pitcher in the It's a great name. It's a great. Minor League Baseball has great team names and great player names. I mean, like it's just everything goes now. How about this? If he ever makes it to the bigs, Owen Sharts, the Pirates walking the poop deck. John, that's too childish even for us, John. That's good. That's good. I know you like your puns, but I don't know. We can't we can't devolve to poop the jokes. Poop that's a that's a pirate thing. It's a, it's a boat thing. If and when he gets to the major leagues, I think he's got to pull a Giancarlo and he's got to change the name. You know, well, I know Giancarlo didn't name. change the last name, but yeah, but I'm saying you got to maybe you go by your middle name as your last name. No one does that. No one does that. Each row up. Yeah, but not. Name. I've never heard of a person taking their middle name and making it their last name. That's that's not a thing. Owen Sharts needs to keep the name, 100%. Okay, Owen Sharts can keep the name. And I feel bad. If Owen Sharts is a listener of this podcast, I'm sorry, man. All I was saying was I feel like it makes sense that you're good at baseball because you had really a small margin of error because if you did bad, people were just right there to be like you sharted the bed and stuff. It writes itself. <laughs> it, it really does. It writes itself. Um, I'm pulling up the baseball reference right now. I'm going to get a little background, so you keep okay. going. <laughs> Well, the Brooklyn Cyclones is our biggest story of the night, and that's because Blade Tidwell pitched. If Blade Tidwell pitches, most likely going to be one of the biggest stories of that night. Blade Tidwell, five innings, two hits, no runs, five strikeouts. That's a 1.56 ERA in his last 12 starts. And in all of those games, John, all 12, 
No more than two runs allowed in any of the games. He's on that Tyler Stewart runs diet. Definitely on that Tyler Stewart. Watch this game as well this afternoon. And Blade had the fastball working. He was especially effective up in the strike zone with that four-seamer. He had 18 whiffs in total. A lot of them came with that four-seam fastball. Sits around 95, but it looks a whole lot harder coming into a hitter when that hitter has to be thinking, is it going to bring me that slider, that changeup that Blade mixes in very nicely. So another strong outing for Blade Tidwell. Uh, he got hurt a little bit by some phantom calls by the home plate umpire. There was one instance where he kind of buzzed the tower of a hitter. To me, and I was in my apartment in Park Slope, not at Coney Island, so this is my untrained eye watching on TV. Looked like the ball came nowhere close to hitting the batter. He was awarded first base, cost him maybe 10 pitchers or so. So he was lifted in the uh, in the sixth inning. He pitched into the sixth inning. But another another solid outing for Blade Tidwell, who each time he takes the ball continues to solidify himself as one of the better pitching prospects in the sport. And as we always say, if Blade Tidwell's pitching, open up that MI, open up that MLB TV app, watch a Blade Tidwell game, and just have some fun with your night. Um, other big story. We brought him up last night. He's coming up tonight because he's keeping that hitting streak alive. It's up to nine games. Rylan Thomas keeps the heat going. Yeah, after the four hits he had on Tuesday night, another good game for Thomas. Lanky guy, but good bat to ball skills. Was impressed watching him today. Just good baseball instincts. So definitely an outfielder to keep an eye on. The 2022 draftee out of USC. And William Lugo hit a home run for the Cyclones. And this one put the Cyclones. What's his name? I said William Lugo. I should be calling him Billy Barrels. My apologies, everybody. Billy Barrels barreled one out of Maimonides Park on Wednesday afternoon. Put the Cyclones on the board. Was really all the all the run support the Cyclones would need in their 3-0 victory. And for Billy Barrels, he now has a slugging percentage of 538 over his last 24 games dating back to June 22nd. So Billy Barrels. Staying hot, the Cyclones with another shutout victory, a 3 nothing win against the Wilmington Blue Rocks. John, something I just noticed about you I never noticed before. When you talk about the Cyclones, I see that you gear yourself up to say Mamadides. I It's because I am either going to say Keyspan or MCU, and I just want to make sure that, you know, I, uh, I call it what it is. And Mamadides is a mouthful. It's That's fair. a mouthful. Come on. It is. Yeah. There's an H in there. You wouldn't. Well, you would never put an H There's in there. An if an you H in spelling my, it off are the top you sure about head. that? I don't think there's an H in my mind. Is, is it not M A H? No, I think it's M A I. M A I. There's no H. But no, there could be an oh, H. No, there could be a silent no. H, Vito. There could be. There could. There definitely. There they could. could have snuck one M A I. You know what? I just. It's a really confusing. It's a really confusing conjoinment of letters, and I've been to that hospital. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a side of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
happy price, price line. John, I want to take a second before we head to Binghamton and Syracuse, talk about that Binghamton doubleheader, that Syracuse game. And I want to shout out some special promos coming up because I feel like we, not even we, it's me. Promos fall on me. I'm supposed to be promo guy and I've dropped the ball. So I want to bring up a few promos coming up for a few of the teams. Let's hear them. I'm, you know what? I'm actually excited oh. to listen to this because I've been thinking about this and I've been asked, thinking of asking you and I've dropped the ball on talking to you about it. So let's hear them. Let's get to it. What do you got? One Thursday, July 27th. It's Irish night and there is a bucket hat package. You can get a sweet Irish night. This is in Brooklyn. Thursday, July 27th, Brooklyn Cyclones at Mamadides Park. If you got to Google that, remember Mamadides does not have an H. There is a Brooklyn Cyclones Irish bucket hat night. That's the first promo I want to bring up, okay? Next promo, I want to move over to Binghamton. Binghamton is having a Spidey's takeover, okay? They're doing a whole thing on the weekend from Thursday, August 3rd to Sunday, August 6th. They're doing a two-for-one special on Thursday. Then Friday night, they're doing a fireworks show. Saturday, they're doing a luau shirt, or as some people say, Hawaiian shirt. And then Sunday, they're wrapping it up with a kids eat free Sunday. Sounds like quite a weekend up there in Binghamton. Hey, man, you got to love that Spidey's takeover, baby. Now we're going to talk about what's going over in Syracuse. And these are two of the, I think I save these for last in my promo rundown. And there's so many more promos all season. We'll get them to you as we go throughout the season. We'll be better about it. But Marvel Superhero Day on August 4th. That means you're going to meet Thor, John. Speaking of Thor, topical for you to bring him up as a Noah Syndergaard traded today for a Med Rosario of all guys. Just had to get that in when you said Thor. And something I want to say about that is I feel like, you know what the best thing about the trade deadline is going to be? What's that? It's going to make immaculate grids a lot easier for some people. You know, have you been have you been rocking the grid? I haven't. You haven't been hitting the gritty. I have not been hitting the gritty, man. You know why? I fold under pressure and um, there's no timer that thing on. There's no timer. No, I know there's no timer. What I mean by fold under pressure is that I turn that thing on and then all of a sudden I forget every baseball player who's ever lived. And then I'm just like, it's like, we know when like sometimes some, like you tell somebody you like an artist and then they'll just like say some, like a music, a musical artist, not a painting artist. Look, look my name is Vito Khaleesi, of course. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big Frida Kahlo guy, but go on. <laughs> and, um, and like, you'll say like, oh, I like this musician. And they'll be like, they'll start singing a song or something and you'll just nod your head and be like, oh no, I don't know the words. I don't know the words. That's how I get with the Immaculate Grid where, I see that grid, and then in that moment, I forget every baseball player who's ever lived. I could not even pin a name on Tom Seaver, David Wright, or Mike Piazza in that moment. I would tense up. All right. Give me – I'm going to give you 15 seconds. No. Okay. Yes. Give me a player who has played for both the Mets and the Marlins. Go. Oh, my God. I uh, Jonathan VR. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, how about the uh, – that's a random one. How about the Mets and the Yankees? Go. Uh, I mean, am I trying to go for a low percentage or am I trying to just like go for something? Just give me and it can't be a coach. It has to be a player, right? Yeah, player only. Player only? Okay. Then uh, I'm going to. Luis Rojas doesn't, doesn't count. I'm going to say, well, actually, I was going to say Mel Stoudemire. Um, I'm going to okay. say Doc Gooden. Okay. All right. You're good. You should hit You should hit the gritty tomorrow. I'll hit the gritty tomorrow. I'll, and then I'll tell you all that how I do. That was 9 a.m. It was, it was midnight. I had gotten into a routine where I'd feed my daughter at midnight. And have the grid open and just get angry at my phone. And now I have to wait till 9 a.m. to do it. So kind of uh, kind of off-putting. Were you into kind the Wordle? Were you into the Wordle craze? I was not into the Wordle craze. I um I'm not I have not been a big 
game on the phone guy. I was big into a uh, fruit ninja. I think that that's what it was back in like 2012. You sound like such an old guy sometimes. And then also um, Temple Run. That was another yeah, one that I played fire. a lot. Subway Surfers. I played a lot of I played a lot of Temple Run, but Words I'm a late adapter. Uh, yeah, and then a uh, trivia crack. Also, I was a big trivia crack guy. Trivia crack was big. Draw something. Did you do HQ trivia? No, but I know him. He's actually he's the man. He's a big Mets fan. Yes, he is. He's 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 a, he's a really funny guy. I got to work with him. Scott Rogowski. Yeah, Scott Rogowski worked with Scott at MLB Network. Uh, he was there for a year doing some uh, some stuff for DAZN. Really cool guy. So I wish I had played, but I never really got into HQ trivia. Dude, HQ trivia. We're not going to get too lost on this right We're now. We're already very lost. HQ- <laughs> we are, man. <laughs> H crew trivia was really a moment where you would be at a bar and like when those times hit, you would see just like groups of people huddled over a phone screaming out like Renaissance era. What whatever happened to it? It what was the downfall? What happened was like the downfall was a few things. Like one was they started letting people pay for passes like for uh, you to be able to fail there stuff was advantages that were being paid for there was advantages there was play there was pay to win mm. then like the like the service was just like getting worse and then scott i think scott left and then i think that was like one of the big things because everybody loved lag daddy yeah scott's hilarious scott is an entertainer along with a shepherd of the of the trivia so you can't you can't do it without him so all right that makes sense but anyway I have no idea how we got it. I'm going to have to listen back tomorrow and just I can give you a quick rundown of like of where, 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 yeah, where. Please do. I said uh, I said Marvel Superhero Day and I said you can meet Thor. You said Noah Syndergaard. Yep. Oh, uh, Immaculate and, Grid. And, Immaculate and grid. Am- Ahmad Rosario got traded yep. for each other. And I said, oh, trade deadline's going to help the Immaculate Grids for a lot of people because you got a lot of people moving to new teams. And then you said, do you do the grid? And then that's how we got here. Yep. Yep. Up. I won't talk about the USA Netherlands uh, World Cup game going on right now. I'll keep that to myself. Okay, Dude, okay. Netherlands dad, just scored. Yourself- <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> As a girl dad, you find yourself more into the Women's World Cup even than usual. I know. I know. John is a guy who loves watching the Women's World Cup. This isn't like a new thing for you, but do you find yourself even more into it now that you're a girl dad? I was excited for it no matter what. World Cup every four years, once every four years is exciting. So I, I mean, it's cool. Plus, they have a one of their stars, Sophia Smith, obviously shares the name with my daughter, so that's really cool. Um, but I was just excited no matter what. Um, but things not looking great for the U.S. of A. right here. So, anyway, let's get back to baseball. I think <laughs> before we just let me say, <laughs> I just thing, want to though. say my promo. <laughs> I just want to say my promo items. Oh, so sorry. you can meet Thor. You can meet Thor at Marvel Superhero Day on August fourth, and you can get a 60th anniversary hat. But the coolest promo that the Syracuse Mets are doing is a special pregame package on Saturday, August 19th. You get to meet a Mets great, John. And who would that Mets great be? You have the chance, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, to meet Mookie Wilson. Wow. That's awesome that Mookie's going to be there. He's going to be there. He's going to be with Legacy Catering, his catering business. And there's a package you could get where, dude, you not only get to meet Mookie Wilson, you can eat the food Mookie Wilson and his family is making for you. And there's a food and drink package, and there's just a food package. How cool of a promo is that to tailgate with Mook? I've heard a lot about uh, Legacy Catering. I know they came to City Field in the past, uh, and I've heard the food is phenomenal, and it's all it's great. cooked. Um, it's Mookie's passion. It's a family thing. So very unique uh, that, that they do that. And it's awesome that they're kind of going around hitting the different affiliates and sharing all their recipes and all their great food. So 
that is a cool thing that anyone that's in the area should definitely check out and get to uh, get to experience. Yeah, man, it is a really cool thing. I got to have Mookie's food at fantasy camp when I was there with Jay Horowitz. We talked to Mookie about his business. That interview is up on YouTube and Jay's podcast feed. So, you know, check that interview out. But, yeah, if you are in the Syracuse area or you just want to make a fun weekend in the summer and, like, go up to a game, eat Mookie's food, catch some minor league baseball, go for it. And you know what, John? I know we didn't talk Binghamton yet, and we'll get there, but we might as well talk Syracuse while we're up here, right? Might as well. Makes sense, right, geographically. Why leave the area, the Salt City? It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Just to go all the way back. And since we're staying in Syracuse, let's talk about that Syracuse Mets game because that one was a real heartbreaker, John. It looked like the boys were going to pull that one back. They were down close to 12 runs. The Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs put 12 up. Syracuse Mets were chipping away from that, all from the help with Luke Voigt with a three-run home run. Luke Ritter got a home run. Carlos Cortez stayed hot with another hit and two RBIs. I mean, they really looked like they were going to be able to get back there. They were one run short. 12-11 at the time where they just couldn't pull it together. And then Lehigh Valley started putting more runs on the board. And yeah, this was one of the uh, the many examples of just how crazy baseball can be in the International League. Really in triple A, both teams scoring double digit runs, a game that we were monitoring during the night. We saw 12 nothing. And as we go along during the night, we kind of make notes what we're going to talk about. This one seemed like it was a pretty straightforward situation. Drew Hutchison, the the major league veteran pitched on uh, Wednesday night. For Lehigh Valley, he pitched very well. And then all of a sudden, Syracuse starts chipping back. First, it's 12-3. Then it's 12-5. Then it's 12-6. Then it's 12-11. Um, so just a crazy game. But a few notes on what you mentioned, Vito. For Luke Voigt, that home run gives him a long ball in four straight games now. And Luke Ritter, that's eight home runs since joining Syracuse. He reached base safely four times on Tuesday. He stays hot with the home run on Wednesday. So Ritter continues to impress with Triple A, but just a uh, as crazy a game as they come. Lots of walks, lots of hits, lots of runs, lots of pretty much everything in that Lehigh Valley Iron Pig Syracuse Mets game on Wednesday. Yeah, man, it was a really fun one to follow along, um, you know, and just keep an eye on all those promo items I brought up slightly before this. So since we're in the New York area, we're going to head over to Binghamton and talk about that double header game one. They won five three with the help of a rowdy Jordan Go ahead, three-run home run in the top of the eighth to help that victory, to help secure that victory. That is Rowdy's 10th home run this season. Rowdy's a guy that plays all over the field. So Rowdy's a guy who plays all over the diamond, as we've said before. So just, you know, it's always good to see those guys do well because versatility is key. Augustin Ruiz hit his 12th home run. Second straight game with a home run for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. But 
just like Blade Tidwell. When Dom Hamill's pitching, that means it is a game to watch. John, why don't you tell us about one of Dom Hamill's best performances of the season thus far? Yeah, Dom Hamill took the ball in game two for the Rumble Ponies of this doubleheader, and he was fantastic. Struck out 11 uh, Redding fighting fills over seven innings, allowed just three hits and one run. The 11 strikeouts matches career high. He did that a few weeks ago against Portland. He also had his second great start of the season against Redding. Back in mid-June, he struck out nine Redding fighting fills, so outdoes himself in that category. And he was just missing bats all night long. 20 whiffs, and that matches his most in a start at the AA level. His career high in pro ball is 23. He did that almost one year ago, last July, as a member of the Cyclones. But Hamill reminded me a lot of Blade Tidwell today, ironically today, with the way that they attacked opposing hitters. Fastballs up. And then working off of that fastball, the breaking pitch, the, the sharp slider down the way, the fight and fills had no answer all night for Dom Hamill, who completed seven innings. And remember, with it being a doubleheader, that was, quote unquote, if you will, regulation. The Rumble Ponies go on to lose the game in eight innings. But Dom Hamill was fantastic. And this Binghamton rotation now with Hamill, with Tyler Stewart, with Christian Scott, three out of the five nights that they're playing you have a chance to see a guy who could be a New York Met in the near future. Hamill with a fantastic outing. He was just in control all night long. Great to see. And I mentioned Tyler Stewart. He'll be on the bump tomorrow night or Thursday night, as I should say, because who knows when everyone's, uh, when everyone's listening to this. We do it at night, but can't be assuming, right, Vito? That's 100% right, John. Well, I think that's about enough uh, enough fun for one night. We we covered a lot, Vito. That really was a lot for not that many games. This was a, this was a meaty episode. Now, John, although you think this is the end of the show, I'm not going to let you get away with this. I gave you an assignment last night. I know we are running long, but you know the boys like to do that sometimes. Sometimes we talk too much, and sometimes it's not about the Mets or any of the Mets player development system. Sometimes it's just about random stuff. But I think that's why some of you listen. Some of you might be annoyed by it, but some of you like it. Oh, come on. So, no one's annoyed John, by it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. No, it's good stuff. It's good stuff, man. It's great stuff. Now, John, some of that great stuff, you're not going to get away with it. Tell us your story. I gave you a homework assignment. Come back with a story. Let us know. This morning, while I was uh, going for my morning uh, run, I listened to our episode. Flex. Yeah. I listened to our episode, and I was like, oh, geez, I actually have to think of something. Hopefully, something that's not too incriminating on myself. And I'm not saying anything illegal. But just, you know, I don't want to make myself look like more of a buffoon than I already do on a nightly basis. So I was in eighth grade at the time. I was just bar mitzvahed. Oh, by the way, that's one other thing I didn't mention yesterday. I looked, I was doing a little more Jeffrey Rosa digging after, uh, you know, last night's episode. DSL didn't play today, unfortunately, so we don't have a Jeffrey Rosa update for you. But born on the day of my bar mitzvah. Wow. Yep. Do you think there was some magic in the air? I mean, it means I'm really getting old. It's just another reminder of how old I'm getting. <laughs> um, that's really my my biggest takeaway from that. But um, so this this story I'm about to tell um, came the year I was bar mitzvahed. So I was, you know, 13. Um, anyway, so I had a teacher in eighth grade who, you know, we uh, we didn't vibe like that. We didn't we didn't really jive. She uh, whatever wasn't my favorite teacher. And I forget what it was, but one day she really was, you know, not being that nice to me or whatever. I was probably at fault, but I at that time wasn't seeing it like that. So it was a Friday. I went home. 
for the weekend and was thinking, and I hatched this brilliant idea. And it wasn't just me alone. It was with a couple of a uh, couple of friends in the class. But um, myself and uh, it was one one friend in particular who I guess I won't say his name because we don't dox people here on the show. We don't. Um, no. Myself and 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 John Doe, we um we decided that it would be a good idea to convince the entire class of anywhere from like twenty five to thirty kids to literally not talk the entire class. So, you know, the bell will ring, class will start, she'll say good morning, class, how was your weekend? And then to have that met with nothing but silence. And then like, we were like, oh, and guys, at at like 1042, let's all drop our textbooks on the floor together. And, um, and and, And I pulled it off and it happened. The, the entire class, it was pretty much a mutiny in class. I mean, it wasn't violent or anything. We just literally did not cooperate for the entire period. Um, did not go over that well. With, uh, yeah, uh, I, can, I can imagine why not. Yeah. <laughs> your stories are all about rebelling. Like your your dog story at 19 was about you rebelling against your parents. Now you're rebelling against teachers. And honestly, the story you just told, it gives shade of a nickname I gave you this week. Yeah, well... I guess. I mean, this was this was this was more of a sit-in than anything else. That's a good spin. Yeah, but you did lead a mutiny of eighth graders against a teacher, and you know what, dude? She she was probably some underpaid teacher, just working hard, just trying to get through her day. And here comes Johnny Bad Boy coming in with the team, saying, "You know what? We're going to revolt against you." You know what? But she probably. She probably was mean. And you know what? I get it. Eighth graders do mean stuff sometimes. So, John, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, think everybody appreciates this. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's a way for me to reflect. Um, and it's, you know, hopefully I can instill it on my daughter to not do that because I wish I didn't do that. I regret it. But it was, I mean, it was just, no, cra- it was just crazy that like it happened and it worked and everyone, everyone went along with it. And I remember at the That's end cool. of the, That shows like, your charisma. <laughs> at the end of the class, at one point, she totally tricked me. She was like, oh, this is really good. Who uh, who planned this? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I shouldn't have. Why would you say me? Because I was dumb in an eighth grade. I got tricked, man. Well, John, thank you for, sh- you know what? Thank you for sharing with the class. That's what, when we tell these stories now, we're going to call it sharing it with the class. You're our classmates, everybody. And, uh. Give a big round of applause for John for sharing his story. I hope we get more bad boy John stories in the future. And you know what? Future's only tomorrow. We'll see you all there. Enjoy your morning. Stock music. See ya.